This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We're holding page 633, and we're talking about Macholos Asuros. And this is where the Torah tells us about what's what to eat, what's also to eat. And here we have a Sparna that gives us some sense of a general understanding about it. Once they lost, once Kaiser lost its Maila um, of being a nation that could have had a permanent just in Kaiser, like it says in the Pasik, wherever I allow my name to be mentioned, I'll be there and give you a bracha. So that's where it should have been. But once we did that, Baruch did not want, um, did not no longer want to be part of Yisrael, or wanted to belong to Yisrael. To Amr Kilaela Bekebacha. The Hisig Meshabin with Philosa is a Tikun. Shetisha Shrina Besoichem and Sos Mishkin Bekelam Shalas Vacha. So Meshabin got a compromise out of a Kadish Baruchu that he's willing to dwell in, in Klal Yisrael, in the Mishkin and the Kalim. So therefore, since HaKadosh Baruch Hu is somewhat being Mashashkinat, it also makes sense that we should have some sort of um, some sort of tikkun in terms of our bodies through the food that we eat. So, not once we're already somewhat fit to have a shorasashina, we need now to work out um Kalal Yisrael in a way that will um, give us full ashrasashina. The Asa Samachal Tamas and Never Shemidus Kalas. So Kadishbaru prohibited to us the types of food that will contaminate the, the nefesh in terms of middles and in terms of muscolos. And middles meaning middles, like you say, miscolos means understand, deeper understandings of God. So Kadesh Baruch Hu says, I am Kadesh, which the Svarno interprets to mean Nitzchi, and, uh, and therefore I've prohibited to you anything that will prevent that. The Osa Hanida Vazova Vayeladas, the Kajas Atar Voltuma, Kaomar Vizatan Vetom Tomasam, Vayemusim Tomasam Vetomas Mishkan. So all these, t- in, in other words, if we're to, if we're to give a general um, the caption under all things that are tome, they we would say things that don't allow for Shrasashina. We don't know why, we don't know in other words, the is not making it in any way um, easier for us to translate it to physical reality. 
but maybe we can't. It's like, imagine somebody who is totally colorblind, or totally doesn't have any sense of aesthetics. And I, and he walks in, and I walk in with him into a room, and I say, ugh, I can't live in this room. And then says, well, the walls are strong, the insulation is great, um, it's, uh, the, the, it's nice size, like this. I say, well, the color's off, it's horrible, it's just, just crazy. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Nice room, comfortable, it's that. He, he just doesn't have any sense of, um, of, of aesthetics and no amount of convincing. I can't translate into his language why this means that it's, it's physically not comfortable to live in. It physically is comfortable. If I were, for instance, to see, to see a crack on the wall, I'd tell him this crack is a danger sign because it could be that there's more cracks and it's this and that. That I could translate him. He doesn't understand why one crack makes a difference. I tell him, well, one crack indicates that this is off and that's off and so on. But he doesn't know how to translate that. We, we don't have a way of translating Ruchnius to, to, to anything that's meaningful to us. Um, so we're going to just say, stick with that. That's the way it is. Now, he explains the difference. His Giloshin Tumma Benevelos Behema Bechaya Tmeo, which when it shows Behema he used the word tumma um, for both nevel be machayat mei and shmona shatzim and nevel be mitorah. She called echad el ish tumas mago uktas tumas masa. Omnam he says hametamenes hanefesh bolvad. So those that are only bad for the nefesh, they don't actually give a halachic physical tumma. From dog no ifes or agom shal shatzim shemim to smag klal. Yesh gemish shikutz tomo shekets and lechem loyochus shekets shekets and so on. So these are the type of things that if you eat, they somehow corrupt, pervert, whatever it is, your body. So Omnum, the Yoisi Elekechem, Hafatis is Kachin Atma Malaktusha, the Yisim Kreshim 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 and I'll be able to be I want to explain two more points here. One is he keeps equating Kedusha and Nitzchias. There's other places where this part says it. And there's something he's, he's, he's describing here the following phenomena. The Ramah says that all material items are um, I don't want to say the word short-lived, but are time-bound. Because since every physical item is, is a combination of things, of physical objects, it disintegrates. And everything physical comes to an end and disintegrates, without exception. Anything <coughs> that's not physical, for instance, the concept of justice, the concept of peace, the concept of kindness, those are things that don't disintegrate because they're not physical, they're not made of physical substance, They've got no, there's no reason why there's any time bound on it. Kedusha means re, re, pulling away from the physical. Um, Kedusha, in many areas, for instance, Kedusha Narayas means, and in Achila means, the person's own drives and appetites he pulls away from. So he's not so involved in the physical world. The more we pull away from that, that's Kedusha, the more we're Shaykh Nitzchias. And, and because our self, a, a person whose self is, is 
hot dogs and beer. Um, has no nitzchis because hot dogs and beer just don't don't move further than that. Okay, that's it. Um, a person who has who has an achiz and a tfisin, something ruchnius is eternal. One. Two. In order for Hakadosh Baruch Hu to dwell amongst us, we need to be of the nature of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, Likes attract. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is a world whose essence is physical and time bound. Cannot possibly become the platform for something that's ruchnius. I mean, it, it, it's totally different because this is ruchnius. Because this Kaisal becomes Nitzchi to us, and Kaddish Nitzchi, they're possibly become a bottom Pashas Okay, next one. This is Ramban, who speaks about um, some, some type of um, common denominator of things that are the Aser. So the Torah gives us only a list, doesn't give us any simonia for Ophos. And it's the same thing by Shratzim. Chazali says, Lomdu simonia by Ophos. The um the the give us certain signs. There there are these are things that sort of the animals have uh, the, the birds that have like big thumbs and all sorts of all sorts of simanim that that they gave us. So so the Ramban says these are not the etzemidoraisa. These are simanim. In other words, you're not sure which it is and what it is. Here, let me show you. You know, if you're in doubt about which kind, it's really the kind. But these simonim are very helpful guides in sort of pointing out which is which. Um, so the Ramban says as follows. Um, the, the, the rule is that birds of prey, EY, not AY, birds of prey are what's Aser. And the reason being that um, the understanding is whatever chemicals, whatever materials go into a bird of prey or an animal that 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 uh, kills, it's it's something that could be transferable to a person if he eats it, and they will be um, and they will get some of those characteristics, and we don't want those characteristics. So the the common denominator of this list is birds that prey the other birds. The list is meant to be comprehensive. These are the only birds that do that, and and um, and therefore it's prohibited. Um, I, I want to add a, just a caveat to this. One of the problems we have, and it's not scientific, when we speak about a species, a kind, there's really, really no objective scientific uh, reality. 
princess. Um, dogs. Um, there, there are some dogs that are like as big as like a pony, and there's another kind. Some dogs that are as big as a mouse. There's some dogs that are friendly. There's some dogs that are monstrous. There's some dogs that are black and are black, some white and are white. Some like this, some like that. Um, a person can divide the dog into species to a point where every dog is own species. Most of the dogs are alike, so I labeled this, uh, you know, spotty species and this and whatever. Um, on the other hand, I could have made wolves and dogs of one type. You know, a, a fox for someone who is a city person is, is dog-like. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of looks at the sort of same size, same type of features, and it, it's not. You know, it's a it's a fox. And it, it, all we have is gradations of distinction, like um, some animals closer apart, some animals are further apart. When the Torah gives us types, we don't have an easy way to translate um, what falls in that category. Um, how specific? So if the Torah, for instance, will say something about dogs, which it doesn't, would that include wolves as well? Would that include every single dog? Would that from the tiny dog to the huge dog to, to, to whatever? We don't have, those, those are not so the Torah gives a certain amount of species, but how you would understand that which includes, you'd be kind of stuck. And this is one of those areas where that's why um, there was a big um, reluctance to rely on anecdotal evidence and stuff like that, because you don't know what's included in, the, in when the Torah said a, a kind, whatever. Then he says, um, um, so he says in all of the birds if we find if we find a bird that for sure does not eat other birds then we can assume for sure that it's kosher not a problem um, we find a bird that, that it says, what about this is only one bird that is not, doesn't, is not uh, kind of good. That's a Paris Ozia. Now, Paris Ozia, I believe, are owls. And I'm not sure why an owl, I, I'm just like knowledge that an owl does eat mice and stuff like that. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't know, we, I haven't, uh, but he says, but he says, an interesting. Is the Chachamim didn't it didn't bother the Chachamim because he's um, owls tend not to live where people congregate, so it's not so relevant. Then he adds, maybe that itself, the fact that it lives out there, makes it um, have a bad temperament. Then he brings all the signs that the Chachamim gave, um, having this extra finger, which is sort of sticking into prey, having a, 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 a certain type of crop and a membrane, and so on. So all the different simonim that they gave, he explains what they are, and so on. And finally, last paragraph, says, um, So the reason by, by birds, what Chacham said was kasha, what they said wasn't kasha, why these things? Why Paris said? 
that these things make very bad uh, Torah. As I said before, it sort of goes into the children. Vabehemis, he talks about Hemish, Enam, the Bali Hagera, Pasar Suad, Davis, Vashakra, and Trifus. So he says, um, basically, bottom line is, he says, it's very possible that all the animals in Torah prohibited bring us, give us some sort of bad nature. Okay. Next, I've been a Bechaya. He says, very similar. Being a Kajbrochu likes humility and, and uh, goodness and so on, and he hates cruelty and all the other medis. That's a Kajbrochu selected um, the, 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 the small and the uh, Insignificant griots and oysters, alaben, rochaben, the carbon, sivas, the social machomet. So, I spoke picked a cow and a sheep, then a goat, not not very glamorous animals, not giraffes and, and tigers and lions and stuff like that, um, because these have good meters, and, and I spoke said, This is a type of person I want. Okay, let's take a look at the next piece, is an akeda, and the akeda. Reinforces a certain point about kosher, um, and, and and I think it's an important. I, I was speaking somewhere, some very modern author, crowd of boys and girls, and a girl was saying that, you know, we now understand many of the mitzvahs because a lot of the meats have high cholesterol and so on, and I, I, I you know, so sometimes I think people people do that because they feel it helps why you do it. I, I think it's horrendous because the correlation is very, very, very weak. And you also make the Torah into a medical book. So I don't think it is. Baroi Nede says, we need to know The Torah was not into health. So basically what you're doing is you're taking something that's divine. And, and, and it transcends this world, you say, well, this is another way to stay healthy. So you're reducing it to sort of a little, you know, seven steps to healthy eating and, and so on and so forth. He says, forget about the fact whether it whether it's, um, works or not. Even the idea that all the Torah is, is you know, recipes for chicken soup, is, is really taking it down. We can do, we can take out, we can make fat-free just like you manage to neutralize poison. So if you take a, an anti-crustal pill before you eat chaza, you're good. He says, besides which, are really, really healthy. Never seen this. They don't seem to suffer anything. The reason why it's also has something to do with what's good for the nefesh and what's not. They affect the mind, the, 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 the deeper mind. And they, 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 they,
Asamem Tishavu Hatuma Metama Deus Amaisim, Emigare Ruhatai Bakushimene, all of Dikish David Ruhatotik Mimeni, Romolev Torbrol of Kim Ruhnohat Sikirbi, Zel Tambinik Meshembom, Kakimus Fatuman Shakhzel Zek, and Sosef Asham Akimas Bakhasa. It has nothing to do with physical health and well-being. Um, it has to do with some sort of ruchnistic well-being. I want to add one point to this, a bit, I guess, tempered a bit. Chazal say, for instance, Chazal speak about certain mitzvahs. And, you know, that's not clear what a lulav is, what murder is. And Chazal use a klal of drachel darche noah. Which its pathways are pleasant. Now, it doesn't mean that every mitzvah must be pleasant. Fasting and kippah may not be a pleasant experience, um, and so on. But Zohar Echanon tells me that as a rule, the Torah, the Torah mitzvahs fit well the physical world. In other words, um, a person going along with Torah. It, 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 it fits, it works, and therefore a person should, um, and therefore a person should, um, you know, so if, 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 you know, given old rathers, we'd say that it's something that's not difficult. But, so, so it's not, kosher will definitely be positive for your health. It, it, it's not going to be bad for your health to be kosher, and, but on the other hand, it's going to be, um, but, but, but on the other hand, it's not the purpose of it. And, and yes, you can eat heavy kosher meat and you have a lot of cholesterol from it. That's not going to, you know, you can get sick from it as well. And people can eat the lean bacon and not become sick. I don't do with it. it, it the core of the mitzvah is some ruchnistika aspect that allows for ashras um, ashkina. Also, is true though that it's it it will be a good way of life, health wise. It's it will not be a bad way of life. I'll say it that way. Okay, hold it.